0: hello and welcome to the brother sister show a family-owned and operated podcast where two siblings keep in touch and talk about movies this week on episode 117 we're talking about the batman so but before that we normally like to catch up um, because, despite being siblings, we don't keep in touch um, as often as I don't know. We probably should. I, I think I mm-hmm. think it's fine. We have this podcast, yeah. so it's 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 a remedy for that. So, what's up? What's new?
1: I did have a story I wanted to tell you that I think I don't know, I don't know if I actually told you, but I told mom and dad, and it's happened to me like a couple of weeks ago at this point. But I went to Forever Twenty One. And I was shopping around, you know, just looking. I, I usually just, like, beeline to the plus-size section because mm-hmm. that's when they, obviously, they have, like, my sizes. And and that, it's just, like, I like oversized stuff anyways. And Forever Twenty One's a place where they only have, like, large and they might have an extra large, but you have to look for it. So, anyways, I usually go there. And then I gathered my stuff. But then now, like, I I go and explore outside of that and I go in other sections to see, like what do these skinny girls get, you know? And I I see if I can fit into any of the stuff because they get a lot of cute stuff and they have more options than I do. And so I was looking around and the entire time before this happened, like a bunch of people kept asking me for if I wanted a a bag to like put the stuff in. Mm -hmm. And it was like truly any time I stepped into just a different area, somebody would come (laughs) up to me and ask me. And I have all this shit, and I was like, I I can't tell you how much I do not want a bag right now. And you guys keep fucking asking me for it. And so I just kept saying, no, thank you, and just kept walking. And so I went to this other section. I always call it the skinny girl section, but I went to this other section, and they were, um, this girl came up to me with a bag, and she was like, oh, dude, would you like a bag? And I was like, no, no, thank you, again, for like the fifth time. And then she said, she said, oh, um, and just to let you know, the plus size section is thirty percent off. And I was like, okay. Like and I don't know, it's a, this was such a weird scenario because like obviously I know what I look like. So like it's not like she's dissing me, you know. I don't hate that I'm fat, it's fine. But I it just so badly wanted to be like, now why would you tell me that? You know, like especially when I'm in the section for like Skinny girls, it makes me, it made me feel like she was like, oh, why are you, like you straight away, I need to like shepherd you back into your little section, <laughs> but it it just, it rubbed me the wrong way, and so I, I even wow. though I wanted a bag at this point, because I was picking up all this stuff, like, I I mean, I guess people don't, can't see like what I wear on a daily basis from this podcast, but now I do wear stuff that is a lot smaller, like I don't care if I show off my body now, so it's like, I do get some like smaller things now, <laughs> so I kept getting shit. And at this point, I did want a bag, but because of that, I was like, "No, I'm not going to get a bag."
0: Just despite asked- that's yeah, crazy. exactly.
1: It was it was so <sighs> funny to me. Without I was like, like, why would you? That's so such a weird thing. Because like, imagine if I was insecure about it, or if I was embarrassed, or if I, you know, didn't like the fact that I was a big girl. Like that just would feel so like. Like, I'm glad I was the person she said that to. You know, I don't know. It just, it felt, it, it was a very complicated set of emotions because I was like, I like that she didn't, you know, mince her words because I usually hate when people do that. But it just felt so strange. And I said to Sebastian, like, what if we left? And like, or what if every single section that I went into, somebody told me that? Like, they, they were like... <laughs> And it also just was a weird situation because, like, I like Forever 21 and I go in there all the time. But this time it felt like people just kept looking at me.
0: That's weird. like,
1: the employees. And so I was, like, already felt weird. And then she said that and I was, like, are they looking at me because of what I'm wearing? Like, I don't know. Just, like, people, I'm used to getting that. I'm used now when I wear, like, I wear a lot of crop tops now. I wear, like, you know, stuff that's a little bit tight fitting. And I'm used to people looking at me now because it just, like... It just comes with, you know, having a body like mine. People just stare at you all the time. And so it just felt like a weird situation overall. And then I said, and we were talking about it even more, and I told him, like, what if I went to, like, Urban Outfitters, and somebody came up to me, and he was like, hey, um, are you, do you need a bag? And I'm like, no. They're like, okay, um, just to let you know, the plus-size section after every 21 <laughs> is 30% off. Like, everywhere I went, they just kept telling me that. <laughs>
0: Are you lost? I think I feel like you haven't seen the the plus-size section
1: yet. (laughs) At forever 21, it's 30% off which is a great deal and I did take advantage of it
0: Yeah, that's well. That's that's a silver lining That's like (laughs) you write that in a movie and you're like, I don't know if this is like actually believable Like I don't know if anyone would actually be that shitty to say that or like at least exactly, you know But like there's there's the proof this would happen
1: I don't what what have you been up to? That's all I can think of. I don't really do anything.
0: Uh just school. One of the movies I saw uh kind of like summarized it. So I'll, I'll kind of go over it then, but I I had a this past 2 weeks I just felt like I've been drowning in schoolwork, all because of just me procrastinating. <laughs> like while I was taking a test, like the so this test that I took was like the end of like me being drowning or of me drowning because it was like mm-hmm. after this my next assignment isn't due until like a week you know a week later so I had a little bit of breathing room it's like the first time I could breathe and when I took it it's like I don't know if you've ever had this feeling I hope you haven't but I think everyone in college has where you just hand the professor an exam and you're just like I'm so sorry like this is oh, yeah this is this is not my best work um and it's just so defeating because i spent the entire day like studying for it uh so i was like all oh, that was just a waste <laughs> like there was no reason for me <laughs> to even do that and it's just such a humbling feeling to like walk out put your airpods in or like put your earbuds in and just like just like live your day even though you i just bombed that shit bro <laughs> like, i was walking back to the bus and i was just like what is my life like, it, it was the most humbling, like, that's the most humbling feeling that you can have in college. Oh. oh,
1: yeah.
0: Legitimately, I turned a page, read the question, one of the questions. It's from an AI class, Um. so, like, the, the material is, like, kind of challenging, I guess, but uh, I read the question, and I was just, like, I legitimately don't know where to even begin. Like, I had spent, like I said, the entire day, like, nine to- i a
1: nightmare about this
0: later. Nine to two- I had spent studying, and I saw, like, none of... It was like, what is this problem? Like, how do you solve this problem? And my mind was never been more empty. I was like, I don't even know where to begin, bro.
1: I couldn't tell you even if I tried. Uh,
0: I just just put I'm sorry. I'm not even playing. I just put I'm sorry.
1: (laughs) Did you really?
0: (laughs) I put I'm sorry. I have no idea. (laughs) That's how desperate I, I was. You dummy. Yeah. So, um... It's been it's been that. That's I hope you learned your it. lesson. Yeah, it's just been a wake up call because I've just been watching movies instead of doing work. So
1: you've been watching Aragon instead of <laughs> learning about AI. Yeah. <laughs> Good choice.
0: Yeah, honestly.
1: Uh do you want to get into the movie news or do you want to do that at the end?
0: No, yeah, let's get into some uh movie news.
1: Okay. So first let's talk about I feel like we can end with euphoria. Uh, cause I, I, I don't know how much I have to say about that, but the first thing I'll talk about is kind of funny. I don't know if you saw this whole Sam Elliott thing. I don't know if you've listened to it where Mark Maron, basically on the, I think it's called what the fuck or something. Mark Maron has a podcast where he interviews just different celebrities, uh, filmmakers, like actors, whatever. Um, and he f- interviewed Sam Elliott, who's known for, what was he in? A Star is Born. He plays that guy, like the, the dad, no, the older brother. He was the older brother of uh, Bradley Cooper.
0: Parks and Rec.
1: Yeah, he's just overall, like, Western kind of guy is the Mm -hmm. vibe. Um, And so Mark Maron naturally asked about Power of the Dog, which is one of the best Westerns to come out in recent years, in my opinion. And he called it a piece of shit. And he said, not only, I I don't want to say exactly what he said, because it was just like, So fucking stupid that I don't even want to read it again. But he basically said two main points. One of them being like, what is all this gay shit happening? Like he just didn't like all of the homosexual. I forgot what he called it. But but he didn't like all the, um, I guess, allusions to how much homosexuality was in this uh, movie. Yeah, and he also didn't. He also was talking about the director James Campion, which is my queen. And he yeah. said, "What does she know about westerns?" First of all, Sam Elliott. One thing that people keep dunking on him for, which I think is a hilarious thing to find out, he's from fucking Sacramento. <laughs> what the fuck is he? Does he know about westerns? I mean, sure, you can watch a lot of westerns and know about it, but sit your fucking ass down. You yeah. are from Sacramento
0: plus isn't we're it, from
1: a more western area than he is
0: isn't it more like adapted from a novel
1: a yeah exactly so You're like an idiot
0: she didn't like she didn't write the source material exactly but- let me
1: tell you something Sam elliott <laughs> leave jane out of get her name out of your fucking mouth
0: <laughs> i saw this tweet i said gonna like you remember that uh that meme about because like we never know who we never find out who bronco henry is oh (laughs) it's like gonna tell my kids this is bronco henry it's a picture of like a young sam elliott he doesn't Um,
1: even he doesn't even deserve the right (laughs) to say that name what a a stupid fucking take
0: honestly like i keep on seeing shit like that on twitter i'm just like what's what's happening here
1: and then i'm just like
0: i just need to like watch a movie instead yeah
1: (laughs) I just my question is like well, who cares what you think about th- I mean I'm, I'm sure Mark does and I'm sure he regrets asking about it now but like okay Sam like just say that you can't handle seeing you can't handle being a little bit attracted to Benedict Cumberbatch and move <laughs> on okay just <laughs> shut up shut the yeah, fuck up that's what
0: it is what else I got
1: that was I just wanted to rant about that for a second. Um, we could talk about the SAG awards and what I don't know if you've watched them. I didn't watch them because I forgot they were on. Um, but I did see who won everything. And I mean, I know they award they like T V shows, but I specifically want to talk about how about the movie awards and what it means for the Oscars. Cause usually the SAG awards are a good indicator of what is gonna happen at the Oscars. Why and so is that? a huge Um, I think it's just because of like the politicalness of it all, like how obviously the Academy member, like the Academy voters are what probably going to watch the SAG awards. And so if they see people that win, they're going to notice the reaction to it. And they're going to like, like that's a political side of it, but it also shows because the SAG awards are voted from people in the industry. It's voted from people the this, you know, the um
0: screen actors,
1: sc- the actors. Yeah. Yeah. And so I feel like that just, shows who actually like we can all like a movie you know we can all like a movie or like whatever um performance is being rewarded or being nominated but it kind of just depends on what the people voting like you know it doesn't really matter what we like
0: has when do the the uh oscar votes happen like when does that the voting take place okay I okay i i get i get that i guess in my mind like oscars have already been decided
1: they could have but that's another thing like i'm assuming that the people that are a part of the academy and the people that are part of sag are in the same crowds and so whoever's mm-hmm. whatever discussion is happening is among the same groups yeah okay. and also there's just history behind it too there's like statistical history behind it where it's like oh, okay every single you know almost like for the last for the last like three years Every actress that's won Best Supporting Actress, um, has also won like at SAG has also won the Academy Award. So like it's also that. Um, so so
0: what are the big ones? I I know you said uh.
1: People think what? that Ariana Debose, who's from West Side Story, she's got it in the bag.
0: Oh yeah, that she's that would gonna be, win. That's like historic, right? Not only for the fact that, or is it just because Rita Moreno has won it? I think
1: that, and I think also because uh, she's a part of the LGBTQ plus community, and I feel like that would be a historic win for that community, too, I think. At Uh, least that was for the SAG Awards.
0: Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. That's what I was thinking of. Mm -hmm. Um, And you said Jessica Chastain?
1: Yes, Jessica Chastain won for Best Actress, which... Very, I think even people for the SAG Awards, like, that were predicting for the SAG Awards were not expecting that. That was a really big surprise, um, which I also didn't expect it either. I didn't mind it. I mean, you watched Eyes of Tammy Faye, right? It's Yeah. She's pretty good. She's good in it. Yeah. Um. So that was really surprising. Another one that was surprising was Will Smith, but I think that people, when he did the accept, like, when he was accepting it, people were like, oh, like, I could, I wouldn't be mad at a Will Smith win. And I wouldn't either. Honestly.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, also, the Best Supporting Actor won to... I forgot his name, but he's from CODA. Um, people mm. think that... I think when he... First, it was a, a big surprise that he was even nominated for an Oscar. Right. Um, and so people are like, oh, shit. He might win. Which was obviously be historic within itself because I think he would be the first uh, deaf actor. I
0: That's, think. Every, every time I see... Like, I saw there, like, when it was announced that he won.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I've just, like, seen, you know, some interviews and just, like, I don't know, that cast seems, like, very close, like, a very close knit group. And that's just, like, that's just a fun feeling, like, to put yourself in their perspective, like, to be there. Yeah. That's, exactly. like, such a good, like, I don't know. I mean, it's just such a looking moment. at
1: their, yeah, and looking at the win, because that's another one, Coda. Um, I think a lot of people really liked Coda. I haven't seen it. I really want to, but I just yeah. don't. <laughs> don't have apple plus so i have to figure out a way to watch it yeah um but that was another really surprising win because i think coda was one of those movies where everybody's like oh i loved it and i wish it would win but it's probably not going to and so the fact that it's you know continuing to win it's won best ensemble it won for best supporting actor like i think people um have a little bit more faith in it now because you know other movies that have been like huge in the conversation were almost like shut out at a certain you know at a certain point there was also the tv ones but i mean ted lasso won a lot um and surprisingly squid game not only won for best ensemble but it won a lot of um like i think the two main actors won Mm -hmm. which surprising but like i'm glad it happened but didn't expect it to yeah, so I think just the implications of what it means for an Oscar, I think it'll just be an interesting Oscars. I think that's what it's showing, that it won't just be, like, who we expect. It'll be
0: yeah. some, some surprises. surprises.
1: Yeah. Oh, and then I, I just, I forgot about this one, but did you see the new controversy about the Oscars?
0: There's a new one. What's happening? But it,
1: well, it's not really new, but there's new news coming out about what happened and why they took out, Um, they're not televising some of the awards it's because ABC, who has, I think, aired the Oscars for, I don't know how long, but for years, they told the Oscars if they air, though, that they either will not air the Oscars or they have to take, they have to take out those categories in order for them to air the Oscars. And if they don't, then they're not going to air them.
0: Go somewhere else.
1: That's what people are saying. They're like, part of me is like, yeah, maybe just stick to the, to the contract because we want to see the Oscars. But then like. Fuck them. Just say no, and people will be behind you more than they are now.
0: Yeah, set up a YouTube live stream, bro. That would be like
1: <laughs> exactly
0: th- the most viewed Oscars of all time.
1: <laughs> also, or like fucking call their bluff. And yeah, ABC is the only people that are gonna suffer from that. I mean, I'm sure. Well, I don't know because there. I'm sure there is a lot of repercussions that would happen because the Oscars probably get a lot of funding from their like from sponsors and from commercials and if they lose that then they probably can't even have the ceremony at all
0: yeah but i don't wow. know that okay. so
1: the conversation is kind of turned to like hate abc more than the academy themselves because they kind of are like well what are we gonna do but i think it has to do with viewership like i'm sure they think that's what's gonna help them when it truly isn't you're just gonna it and people in it just reminds me about how much people like in the higher ups that are making these decisions don't really know what the audience wants,
0: yeah, at all. That's crazy,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, I didn't see that at all, but
1: there you go. All right, last but not least, Euphoria.
0: So we were, it's we not, were not a good show. Weird. I'm just kidding, <laughs> it's not, yeah, a good it's show. not.
1: I mean, I, I, I stand by what I said, or I don't know if I said this on the podcast, but I'll say it again. Sam Levinson is good at making episodes. He's not good at making a show.
0: Yeah. Um, Kayla showed me this, uh, you know, our favorite format of TikTok of, uh, you know, guys just. Uh,
1: Did you know?
0: Yeah. Saying that uh, Euphoria, it, it like got canceled. It's not going to come back for season three just because of uh, all the shit happening.
1: I doubt that's or that true. that
0: happened. Uh Well, yeah, so we were kind of right. It didn't pay off as well. Um, At all, actually. Yeah, so Fez go jail. Baby Fez. Ashtray's dad. Ashtray, RIP.
1: Oh, we uh, people were going to know we were going to spoil it, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, you could just add it, a little spoiler. A well, little spoiler. Spoiler. <laughs> I mean, we already spoiled like everything. Mm, yeah, we'll see. Um, Nate ratted out his dad
1: Okay So throughout the whole experience of like The episode itself The Cassie fight not as I mean that was just so embarrassing Of her just running on screen And being and trying to act like the main character mm-hmm. Um, The only thing that truly Made it feel like a season finale to me And I gasped was the reveal That he ratted out his dad Because I truly didn't think he would do that Right, I didn't think he had the balls he, but he what exactly is he being arrested for? Is it a bit because it like I mean I'm sure soliciting. Well, but okay, that that's my question. So is it just the fact that he is hiring sex workers? Because I know that's illegal, right, in certain states or everywhere? Is it illegal?
0: Uh, I, I'm not sure about that, but I know like it's child pornography.
1: I know, but but it only has to do jewels, right?
0: Yeah, or I don't I don't know.
1: So if we're if we're. Maybe I just am dumb, but if we're assuming cuz I was like, okay, so does this mean that he was it was just bullshit when he gave her the DVD? Is that what we're all believing? That I he guess so. copied everything? Cuz I thought he was like I, like what was the point of that to make her f- cuz then if you're trying to make her feel safe, you she's going to know because he got arrested.
0: Yeah, I don't know, maybe there was more um
1: because I, I I know about that. I know about the underage.
0: Okay.ness
1: of it all, but I just didn't. Un- I didn't understand if we if that was supposed to be like a nod, like basically them saying he lied when he told her like that's the only copy. I guess so. But then I was like, but then why? Because she's gonna find out.
0: Uh whew, I don't even know.
1: Yeah, because like, they're, they're gonna. The
0: point? They're like, and I have to question her.
1: Yeah, so I'm just, I'm confused about that, and part of me's like like, at first, I was like, maybe I'm just dumb, but now, after watching the entire episode, I'm like, oh, no, he's just not good at writing.
0: <laughs> yeah, it did feel like a series finale, like, you know, the whole, like, yeah. panning up, uh, or like, a uh, drone, like, transition to drone oh, shot, kind of, whenever... Yeah, so uh, fucking stupid. Rue is walking away. That felt like a like a series finale shot to me. Just the the yeah. crane, the use of a crane.
1: And I was waiting for her to get kidnapped. I was like, this is, this is going to w-
0: happen. That would be good, just a van coming out. That would have been amazing. Then, yeah. Wow. But no. Yeah, I mean, uh, were you like, I-, I know everyone on Twitter was like absolutely shaken that uh, Ashtray was, was killed, but... I don't know. Part of me was like, I saw it coming, so I wasn't. I saw as it coming, sad. and
1: like, yeah. I mean, it was, it was kind of, it was sad, you know. But, I'm not as like upset as everybody is because, like, he, why didn't he leave? You know. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it was. I I didn't mind it.
0: I didn't mind <laughs> story wise, the being, child being absolutely killed, murdered. <laughs>
1: Story wise, I didn't mind it. I thought it made sense. It was kind of tame, um, actually. It just took way too long. Mm, yeah. Like, like the whole like slow mo of like it felt like it took the police like ten minutes, ten full minutes to get into that house because <laughs> Faye was just like staring at the fucking door.
0: He was yelling for like forever.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so I was like, okay, let's let's speed this up because <laughs> we all know what's gonna happen yeah and then there's just yeah It just i i liked that ending of like the last line that maddie said when she was like this is just the beginning bitch like he is not done with you i liked that
0: yeah that was cool because um, it's like you can tell that she's kind of accepted um you know it being kind of over for her and she's like i'm gonna i'm gonna start yeah. my own shit
1: yeah um
0: any thoughts for season three
1: I mean, if it does truly come out 2024, if that's what they're going to do, then I'm not going to probably even care by then, honestly.
0: Yeah.
1: I they just did so little to make keep me interested that it just, I mean, they they put a full fucking song into this into this show and thought that we would forgive them for that. <laughs> like I know I know a fucking filler when I see it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was that was rough. 'Cause Kayla was like, I hate when uh they hire musicians and the musicians are they like, Hey can I sing Can I like yeah. perform?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like how they do it with Zendaya. Mm-hmm. Like I, I didn't mind at the end of season one, the whole like music video thing. Like I thought that was kinda interesting. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, when he started singing I was like, Oh fuck it, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um Apparently he like Sam Levinson came up to him on the day and was like we want you to like sing a song and then the guy was like I guess they're just making this up (laughs) as they go (laughs) because he was like yeah I guess and I don't know if you saw the memes or like all the things people were like tweeting about him and about like Elliot's song and the guy that plays him was posting on his story and he like was posting all the like the memes of like, uh, like they showed like a, a clip from Camp Rock of Joe Jonas like singing <laughs> to Demi Lovato. And they were like, uh, Elliot be like, and he said that after all that, like he was saying it was funny. And then he put this one picture that and he, that said of his face. And then he said the internet remains undefeated. I am humbled. <laughs> 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 or something like that. And it's, it was so goddamn funny.
0: Yeah.
1: At least he took it. Like, I mean, nobody was making fun of him. I think we we're just making fun of like, why would we need this entire song? Mm-hmm. Cause, and I, it was so weird to me that they played the whole thing. Cause I thought that they were going to like do that whole, he was going to start off the song and then they were going to show what everybody else is doing, like cut away to something yeah. like a montage or something. But why keep it on him that entire fucking time?
0: I saw what this was... uh, lady. Like, the likes people will go to defend uh, the shit that they watch. I mean, I do it for movies that I like and shows that I like. So I, I'm i not saying this is a bad thing. Um, but she was saying that because Rue is sober, and we've only seen her interact with... Uh, Elliot when she's like, you know, high or, you know, uh experiencing withdrawal from him. Mm-hmm. It. it's like the audience is like realizing how she feels. She's like, Oh shit. Um like I don't know, like it feels prolonged because she's sober and she's just like coming to terms with that. Or it's just like from her perspective, you know, everything else that she's experienced with Elliot has been at a heightened level where she is high. So yeah, but there's so many
1: more interesting ways you can do that. Yeah. All right. right. I get into my movies because you had the pleasure of watching the one I picked for you. I forgot what it was, but we'll get into it. Okay. Um, I didn't, I haven't watched a lot of movies, as you can tell from my number. I think, I don't know why, I think it's because I my body knows that South by is coming, and so it's like, you don't have to yeah, watch I can a lot of movies it. right now. Yeah, it's like, in my bones. So I've only watched a few, and just some random ones, honestly. So I watched um The Ritual, again, I don't know if you've seen that one on Netflix. It's a pretty solid horror film, if you haven't seen it. Uh, Just these guys go into the woods and shit happens, kind of thing. Um, I watched A Nightmare on Elm Street, not the original one, but the reboot from 2010. And it's so bad. (laughs) I forgot how bad it was exactly, but it's really, really bad. Um, I don't know if you've seen it. The concept, obviously, of falling asleep or not being able to sleep or you'll die is really scary. But they somehow made it just seem like so stupid. Um, Then another classic from 2010 called Let Me In. I don't know if you've seen it. I don't think so. So it has the kid from Power of the Dog, actually, and then Chloe Grace Moretz. That one, I saw it when I was pretty young, and it always creeped me out. Like, it's one of those movies that, like, when I look at it or when I hear about it, it just, like, I have this weird unsettling feeling in my stomach. And so I watched it again because I was like, I wonder if it actually is scary or creepy. And it is. It does still have that same creepiness to me. Um... So I, I I recommend it's kind of I don't know if it's giving it away if I say it's a it's a vampire movie, um, yeah, interesting. I you might like it. I I recommend, um, okay. three stars. Okay, and then I finished I finished Genius. So the Kanye trilogy. Okay, I started it. It the beginning, like the first two acts, are really good. I liked them a lot, but then once we start to get into his like you know the career that he has developed now I just got angry. I just didn't really like it it's such a hard thing to review this though for me because I liked the way that the the film was made. I liked the way I really like the filmmaker. I think he is fantastic. Um and I I kind of especially i would make jokes when he brought his family more into like the documentary where we're like I thought this was about Kanye. But towards the end, I think it's the the last act. He brings more of like his daughter into the movie, and I really liked that part. um because he they're just such a cute family. and i I just I liked I think I, I didn't realize how much I liked watching not only Kanye's start of like the start of Kanye's career, but also the start of uh, Cootie's career. And so I it just I, I think that was a nice surprise. but um, it's really hard to separate, though, my feelings of this movie and the subject matter because it kind of reflects how I feel about Kanye where I used to really like him. And I thought he was, you know, a genius at a certain point. And now he just makes me angry, truly.
0: Yeah, I've only uh, watched the first part. um, And so I'm like in that, uh, I'm in that dream stage where I'm like-
1: The nostalgia, yeah.
0: Yeah, because I was like listening to- you know, uh, late registration, like, all of his... All that came around that time that the, you know, the documentary takes place. And it's just... Yeah, I just didn't know. Um, and it's just so interesting to learn and how he just, like, completely changed the game. And yeah. it's, like, inspiring because, like, you know, part of me wants to do that, but for film. And I know I won't, mm-hmm. but it's just like, oh, yeah.
1: Who knows? Maybe yeah. you will. Who knows? But, yeah, it just... <laughs> I don't know. I think I think that's how, that's why I think the film was really was pretty good because even though the ending was kind of like lost in the direction that you wanted to go, but I feel like they he did a good job of portraying like how how it does feel to be a fan of Kanye, to be like you know, really liking what he's doing and really uh, appreciating how he's changing the game and then seeing him try to run for president and you're like dude <laughs> uh, it's just yeah it's he's such it was such an exhausting experience but i think it's such an exhausting experience just seeing him
0: yeah
1: um and dude needs help <laughs> but yeah i mean i i recommend watching it um like finishing it if you want to it's a it's an interesting experience um yeah and then, of course, the Batman. I think I'm going to... I need to change my... I think I was a little too harsh on my stars review, but I don't know. We'll see. Um. But and then I watched a movie called Can You Keep a Secret on Netflix? Just because I told Sebastian, just put something on and he put this on. It was like... It felt like I was in the editing bay of this movie while we were watching it. Because there was no... Yeah, it was bad. Because there was... It was, like, such weird, awkward silences. Like, scenes lingered on too long. But the weirdest thing was that there was, like, virtually no music. Which, it's really hard for me to... I never really under... Like, I never really noticed the music. So, for me to notice that there wasn't any was bad.
0: That's rough. Um, why, I wonder why.
1: Yeah. And then there was this one scene where the main character, like... She gets... Sorry, I know we are yawning so much. She gets I, embarrassed. I, I know why. Why? But
0: I saw the Batman super late. I got out at like two, oh. half, two in the morning.
1: Oh, so did we. We could talk about it. Um, Yeah, so there's a moment where like she gets embarrassed by her love interest in front of all of her coworkers. And they all like are laughing at her as if they're in a high school cafeteria. <laughs> and I was like, what kind of workspace and what kind of adults are you working with that they just openly make fun of you?
0: Yeah, that seems weird.
1: Yeah. So, bad movie, but if you lose then you're going to watch it. <laughs>
0: oh my gosh.
1: Um, yeah, that's all I watched.
0: All right. Um but we'll go pretty quick. Um I rewatched The Sorcerer's Apprentice, which, man, that movie is like s- hit straight with the nostalgia. <laughs> like seeing that movie and listening to Secrets uh by One Republic play like on the Tesla oh, coils, man. I was like, what is happening Whoa. to me? <laughs> Goosebumps. <laughs> um, Goosebumps? <laughs> shut up. <no. laughs> then I watched, uh, been slowly trying to get through the the movies, shorts, documentaries, um, nominated at the Oscars. Um, so one of them is a short called Affairs of the Art.
1: I haven't seen the one.
0: Very unique uh, art yeah. uh, like style. I really liked it as far as that, but the story is just lost on me, I don't know, just wasn't for me, but uh, then I watched Creed and Creed 2, Creed I liked, like, the first one a little bit more than I remember, and the second one I liked a little less than I remember, like, for the first one I just didn't remember any of the things that happened, and it was just, like, ridiculously long for no reason, um, a little bit too for the second one, but uh, I found the story to be more compelling. Um, yeah, and the the montages in those are fantastic. They definitely took a a note out of Shrek's book. <laughs> uh, then Aragon—that's another one. That's just like nostalgia. Uh, I called mom yesterday and I talked about this Dragonology book. I don't oh know if you God. if you remember. I was going to actually ask. Mm-hmm. Where it had, like, just all about dragons. It had, you know, like, textured scales. The skin, yeah. Yeah, like, s- sections. And it was, like, m- mom told me that I used to write in it. And she used to get mad that I was, like, just, like, tearing up that book. Because, like, there was, like, stuff you could do. Little, like, inserts. And then I have... Uh, yesterday I watched some, like, very solid movies that I just haven't had a lot of time to, like, dissect. Haven't even written my letterbox reviews for them. Um mm. The first is... I talked about it because I I checked all these out from the library. It is Synecdoche, New York.
1: Synecdoche?
0: Synecdoche. Okay.
1: It's not Schenectady?
0: No, that's the actual city. Oh, okay. It's a play on words. I don't know why, but... Synecdoche, New York. Charlie Kaufman's directorial debut. You know, he's a Infamous screenwriter for uh, being John Malkovich, Eternal S- Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. This is he wrote and directed this. There's a lot of themes in this movie, ton of them. Um, it, at some point, I felt like it was a little bit too disjointed, disjointed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really, really loved it. It was, it was recommended to me by David, and uh, my favorite theme in this movie is probably. Um, and the reason it struck a chord with me is just, um, it talks a lot about death and, uh, dying before doing like what you're supposed to do in your life or what you think you're supposed to do, which, what your purpose is, um, and just get, get, or getting into an age where you look back at, on your life and you're like, I didn't do anything that I wanted to do. Mm. Um, so it's a, in that uh aspect because i resonated with it and i think a lot of people can resonate with that and i've thought about it it's a very depressing movie I, you've never seen it before right
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah it's, it's very depressing um and uh you know philip seymour hoffman's fantastic in it as he is in everything or wasn't everything and uh it's funny you. it's funny because I was watching you with it and I was finishing it and Kayla was sitting next to me and she was like on the car ride, I think after that, or we were headed somewhere. She was like, is that the guy from game night? Like asking if it was Jesse Plemons.
1: <laughs> just another white man, Kayla. Sorry to say.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I was telling you that joke of someone tweeted like Philip H- Seymour Hoffman passed away and this fucker just showed up and no one, no one batted an eye. <laughs> this is funny. Um, oh, man. but, but that movie, uh, Syne- Synecdoche, it's only mm-hmm. going to get, uh, either better, like infinitely better or worse with age because it, it's like either going to get like happier for me. Cause I'll be like, yeah, I've done some shit or I haven't done anything. So, and
1: you know what? It's up to you.
0: I know and how that's that feels. So yep. I'm definitely going to watch that at least once a year and just like, you know, <laughs> gauge like where are we at bro, vibe check, um, then I saw Videodrome, uh, which is David Cronenberg's, uh, 1983 sci-fi body horror movie, and a super interesting plot, and the body horror isn't too bad, because, like I said, it came out in 83, so the, the VFX have an age too great, so, uh, it's not, you know, some of the effects are just, like, almost laughable because it's like (laughs) if you watch it with a group of people it'd be like you know it'd be like funny
1: like have Uh, you even seen (laughs) *Titan*?
0: exactly baby has a spine a (laughs) (laughs) a metal spine Uh, but I I was stupidly eating pizza while I was watching this movie Uh, so a little bit was like I felt like a little uneasy and then I watched sex lies and videotape which is Steven Soderbergh's uh directorial debut and it was fine Uh, I mean it was like pretty fascinated with it but I was more so interested in you know the little booklet that comes with with it in the criterion collection because you know has you know has a an essay on it but this one because it's a it was an independent film and it uh, aired at Sundance I think With a budget of only like a million, I think. But uh, it had excerpts from his diary from when, or his like journal when he, like from when he wrote it to when he like started production, like actually shooting it, of it. So reading that was just like really inspiring uh, and just insane to, to see because he'll talk about, you know trying to get funding getting funding uh getting the actors like all all that process and then you know like one of the backers or the just like drops and he's like oh Mm. shit i got to keep these actors even though i don't have money for this movie and then just like (laughs) you know it's just really interesting to see you know that process just because i have no clue whatsoever Um, yeah just see how just seeing how the industry works um and how you know, he kind of pitched this movie like he wanted it in black and white and it ended up not being and like who he wanted to be casted for these roles and who ended up actually getting them really interesting. So I, I really resonated with that more so than the movie. Um which made me like the movie a little bit more. So that was awesome. And then I watched or before that I watched The Wrong Missy. <laughs> Which is talk about. so this one this one you said you hadn't seen no i have oh okay uh, looking back i don't hate it as much as i did when i watched it i think well my hope is is that the director or the filmmaker behind this wanted us to hate this movie as much as uh i don't remember his name David Spade. Oh,
1: Sam. Oh, what? Yeah.
0: Hated Missy. And then progressively it like grew on him or she, she grew on him. Right. And then the movie kind of yeah. like got a little bit better. Yeah. That's- you know,
1: the pinnacle of romance is when <laughs> you're so fucking annoyed by this bitch that you want. You will do anything to get away from her. <laughs> and then she grows on you because she nice. does
0: because she hypnotizes your boss. Um, so that's my hope that this movie will, like wanted that. I'm not saying that's a good thing, but uh
1: yeah. You're giving it a lot of credit, which
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. That's why I I want that. You know, reading reading that uh you know, those that journal di uh, entries really made me think about you know, just the making of, of a movie. So
1: Can you imagine if the director for this movie wrote a journal, what would you think it would say? <laughs> Uh, kill me wrote wrote I really I uh, hate this so much
0: wrote threesome scene where uh what's her name gets knocked down three times no, this is a banger <laughs> like I don't know, this is so much ridiculousness that uh
1: yeah, it was really bad.
0: I can't believe it's a it's a real thing, honestly,
1: it did feel like a fever dream, like I don't really remember what happens in it, like you said threesome. I I mean, I trust you that that's correct and that happened, but truly, you could just make shit up and I'd be like, okay, (laughs) because I have no idea what happens in the movie.
0: This movie happened and the world is worse for it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We're getting back into our roots because this time we're going to play Six Degrees, but it's basically the family tree game. Okay. So our actors are, let me just pick them from random. Rachel Weiss, 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 and the movie okay. is The Fountain, if you know what that is. She is our first actress, and our second is Benicio Del Toro. All right. And this movie is Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas.
0: All right, I, didn't, I couldn't come up with it, but I will tell you what I had. Okay. So from Benicio Del Toro, I the only thing I could think of was Snatch <laughs> uh, and uh, Jason Statham's in it. And I couldn't think of, I mean, I know he's in like The Wrath of Man and I know uh, Clint Eastwood's kid. I forgot his name. His Scott name. Eastwood. Yeah. And then I was going to try to, because I wanted to go to Jeremy Irons because Jeremy Irons is in Aragon with Rachel Weisz.
1: <laughs> oh, she's in Aragon?
0: She voices the dragon. I remember because I looked it up. That's so funny. I was like, who who is this dragon? And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I couldn't because... connect those two. Somehow.
1: Huh. I'm trying to see if I can do a snatch. That's so funny. You still would, even if you did connect it, I have it in two.
0: Yeah, I, I figured you had it pretty quick. I
1: think so. you're gonna be upset as well. Probably. So Benicio del Toro is in Avengers Infinity War.
0: Oh, he's the collector.
1: Yes. Um with Scarlett Johansson who is in Black Widow with Rachel Weiss.
0: Wow, yeah, I completely forgot he was the collector. That's a good one.
1: Um Actually you know what? I'll be nice. Um because there's a movie a lot of movies that I saw at South by last year are starting to get on streaming services. And two of them are on Hulu. But I think I, there's one called The Feast and one called How It Ends. Do you want to watch something scary or something funny? Scary. The Feast. Okay. I think that's what it's called. The Feast on Hulu. um, Very good. Excited. It's a weird one, um, but I'm excited for you to see
0: it. All right. The Feast will do. Um, cool yeah i suck this is not turning out to be my year but hopefully i'll beat you in like the movies watch so
1: you won't but it's okay
0: uh well let's hit the break when we get back we're talking matt reeves is the batman
1: In his second year of fighting crime, Batman discovers corruption in Gotham City that connects to his own family while facing a serial killer known as the Riddler in The Batman. Directed by Matt Reeves, written by Matt Reeves and Peter Craig, based on um, the character of the Batman, created by Bill Finger, starring Robert Pattinson, Zoe Kravitz, and Jeffrey Wright.
0: Critics gave it a... 8.7 8.7 out of ten on imdb very high
1: that and is like the highest isn't
0: it? and 85 percent on rotten tomatoes um, and on letterboxd it has an average of a 4.3 which is also very high
1: i think i gave it a three and a half which i think is too low i don't know
0: i haven't even rated it yet but i'll probably give it a four and a half
1: We'll see. Maybe I'll I'll figure it out by the end of this conversation. Because when we left the theater, because uh, I think me and you had similar uh, watching experiences where, for one, I was fucking tired. And we watched it at 10, 15 p.m. on Thursday.
0: Ooh, I watched it at 10.50.
1: <laughs> oh, yikes. And I had to work the next day. I was so fucking tired. I didn't even get enough sleep the night before. Um, we're going to see it again this week with Sebastian's parents. So I'm excited for that because I feel like I'll have a better idea of what I thought. Because a lot of the it's really bad to watch a mystery when you're tired. Because you're like, because I had so many questions where I was like, what is happening? And or, there was a point in the movie where I looked at Sebastian. And I was like, do you understand what's happening? Because I don't understand any of this. Like,
0: uh... are
1: there some, I think it was when they were still trying to figure out the mystery. But I just was like. I was so tired that I didn't understand. I was like, am I, am I supposed to know more? Or am I like, do they want me not to know a lot? And he was like, I don't know. Oh. So, so I think okay. the tiredness kind of colored my experience, but I did end up like, you know, figuring it out the next day and thinking about it. That's why I didn't put the review until like the next day. But, um, but yeah, so that's kind of my experience. I was just super tired. I was like, almost falling asleep.
0: Well, I I forgot how long I've been waiting to see this movie cuz it's probably the movie like the longest I've waited to like and been excited about a movie. Because this this is I'm sure this is in your fun facts. This has had a long time coming. Like I think in 2013 when Batman or when Ben Affleck was announced to be uh to be the Batman. Like, it was uh, also announced that he was, like, in the works of making his own Batman movie where he would uh, <clears throat> write, direct, and, like, I don't know if he would direct it, but, like, he would work on a movie, like, like the one that ended up happening. Um, and I remember, like, r- when it was announced and talking to uh, David about it, one of my just? Bestest- bestest friends, Um, and we were just, like, so excited, because this was, like, you know, fresh out of The Dark Knight Rises, and, uh, you know, seeing that, like, that was the first midnight premiere that i ever been to. Um, Remember being so, like, excited about it, because, like, we hadn't seen, like, Batman be a true detective in live action before. Um, I mean, there's, like, you can tell in the dark knight trilogy but it's just you know he's you can tell he's more and more established batman too despite being you know pretty fresh too um he didn't feel as amateur as he does in this one yeah but uh exactly yeah so i just me going into it i was just like so excited i like took the day to like do all my work so i just like didn't have anything to worry about i just Mm -hmm. like could watch the movie so i was i didn't feel tired until the end uh like towards the end where i was just like all right let's let's wrap it up because it was like almost three in the morning but uh, i mean no, it is
1: a three-hour movie <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah um but it's absolutely no surprise that i i loved it so much uh
1: it's just it's solid it's very good and very i knew solid. from the very opening like, i really loved that scene um, and I was eating, like, we were also, we hadn't eaten anything. And so we were eating at the beginning, and I was trying, I wanted to pay attention, so I was like, as soon as they gave us our food, we just started eating. And um, I missed whenever the light, or Sebastian told me, like, whenever the TV flickered, and you saw, like, the Riddler in the back. Mm. I didn't see that, and I'm really upset, so I'm like, I, uh. I'm excited to see it again. Um, that whole sequence, though, is so good. I liked how it looked though because it was kind of like a video game.
0: It was, and it did kind of play into the, that because that that's like I love playing the Arkham games, and this this felt like it. It felt like I was just watching a cut like the cutscenes of that, like you know, on YouTube you can watch all the cutscenes and just basically play the game through that. But it, this entire movie felt like that to me, so I like I was like eating out of Matt. Reeves's palm I was like bro <laughs> just give me whatever cause as soon like
1: I, yeah, I could tell Sorry. Kayla
0: was like excited to see me watch it because you know I just like love Batman and uh just this movie was just amazing cause I, I was just like specifically whenever he like takes his first night out you know that we see and he's talking about how you know like who he's become for the city and how whenever they see the you know the bat symbol in the in the sky they they start they think he's in the shadows and that specifically i think was just like perfectly done where you just like you you see what the you know the thugs see or what the criminals see and you can just like kind of picture batman there even though he's like obviously not because he can't be all these places at once but i was just like in all like i remember just like wow and I just look looked so excited, and I looked over to Kayla, and she was like just watching me, and I was like, I felt embarrassed. I was like, I'm so sorry. Well, you could have just...
1: fooled me because you're wearing a Spider-Man shirt right now.
0: Oh yeah, I don't have a Batman shirt.
1: Oh my god. god
0: I wore I this actually <laughs> last night.
1: Watch, he's gonna—he's probably in your closet right now, and he's like gonna hand you a shirt. Yeah um i oh and speaking of the first scene i like that i didn't i don't know how much you knew about this movie and like what storyline it was gonna tell but I, I like that they started out with him as batman i didn't know they're gonna do that um mm. oh and i have my little bane yeah here a little, um that's,
0: a, that's an expensive pub. there's gonna be someone
1: it's out of the uh, box too
0: yeah <laughs> and that one's like worth a lot so is gonna, it really
1: yeah well i'm never get. how much is it worth
0: didn't we look it up and it was like a 100 bucks
1: oh i mean whatever well it's i i okay i guess i could tell the story this is the perfect time to tell the story behind this because i have had it for a long time the box uh, from moving so much the box got ruined so i just got rid of the box um <laughs> but i wanted this what
0: you don't even have it that's gonna no i don't i, I threw so it away people off.
1: i truly don't care because i'm never getting rid of this because okay let me tell you why because after i watched the dark Knight rises I wanted this. I don't really care for Funko Pops. I have none except for this guy. And I really wanted him because I, as anybody who knows me knows, I'm, I am love Tom Hardy. Love him very much. And so I was like, well, I want the Bane. I want Bane, but they only had like the comic book one. And I was like, no, I want Tom Hardy's Bane and mm-hmm. I want the Funko Pop. That's all I want. And so I tried to find it, but then it was like $100. And at that time, I was like, I'm not going to spend that money on a Funko Pop um and either for my birthday or for christmas sebastian got it for me and when he to be fair when he got when the box already was kind of damaged like it looked like it was kind mm-hmm. of reopened and then resealed um and so the box was already not i mean maybe it was i don't know but yeah i got rid of the box i threw it away um and anybody who's mad about it can fucking suck <laughs> my dick because i truly don't <laughs> care shut is- up fuck i hate people like that that are like upset when you take stuff out of the box i don't <clears throat> care i'm dying with this guy 'Cause he I'm never getting rid of him. Look at him, he's so cute.
0: You're holding two hundred bucks in your hand.
1: Two hundred dollars?
0: That's what I see on eBay It's the highest. And he's go.
1: never leaving my side. This is I truly I don't care about Funko Pops. I don't really like them, honestly. But I love this guy.
0: Price possession right there.
1: And honestly, I wish people are I hope people are mad because that's hilarious <laughs> to me. Yeah. Stay mad, um, bitch.
0: But I, I, the only thing that I knew. <laughs> was um uh, that it was gonna be you know f- focused more on him being uh a detective i knew it was it was like he, he was two years into being batman
1: mm. oh i didn't know that so i really i thought we were looking to see like a <laughs> oh you know what when they first showed like the kid with the parents i was like oh god we're gonna see like i've seen batman's parents die so many fucking times, I don't need to see it again. So I tr- I thought they were going to show that. And so the uh. fact that they just went into the story, I was like, oh, shit. All right. Like, I'm mm. very excited for this. Um, and I also truly usually hate narration. I feel like it doesn't really add anything because they just tell you what's happening. But I liked this one because it, it felt like it was adding to the story or it was adding to... Especially because we're jumping into the story, right? We're jumping into him being in there for being it like Batman for two years. So I like that. Um, the narration didn't feel like it was annoying, and it was just like exposition that we didn't need. Yeah. Um,
0: plus, plus you get a, a hint as to like his like general mindset because I feel like young Batman and versus like a, a more experienced is like very different. So you just get, mm, like, he's, yeah, yeah. he's more emo now than he's ever. He's so
1: emo, and I really like it.
0: Yeah, it just works so <laughs> the well. The hair,
1: just, like, how... And I like how Alfred is kind of, like, the, the caring, uh, you know, like, jock father <laughs> who's, like, my, here's my emo son, and I love him. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. I really liked that, their dynamic. Um, I also, seeing the penguin, I still think it's stupid to put a fat suit on a character or on an actor and make them unrecognizable. But I will say, and maybe it's just because I have an affinity for Colin Farrell, which I do. I love him and I will never be upset at him, but he was good. He was really good. I, did, I had to, I didn't realize that was Colin Farrell. And in the restroom after the movie, the girl was like, I still can't believe that was Colin Farrell because yeah. <laughs> what the hell? I think she found out after the fact too. Cause I think she was oh. like trying to see who it was. Um, but it looked good. It, it was did. the prosthetics. Like it, it didn't feel like he was wearing anything. So yeah. I thought that was nice. Yeah. It's also it, very funny. <laughs> he like truly
0: became that character too. He's just, he's just yeah. so good in it.
1: I feel like he, and I really liked watching the hot ones. I'm sure I, you watched it too, right? I yeah. like watching the hot ones of, just him explaining. Well, first of all, I think he—he's the kind of actor I like where he knows what he does is stupid, and he doesn't really make any sort of like illusions about that. Remember when he was like, um, when people—he hates when people say, "I do, I do one, for, one for them and one for me," and he's yeah. like, "They're all for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I make the money. They're all for me." Oh, you can do a five
0: um, million one for them. <laughs> like,
1: oh yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I, and you could tell that he's like one of those people where he'll go to an event. And, uh, like interact with all these people and afterwards in the car, like to his wife or something, he's like, "These fucking like, I fucking hate (laughs) everybody there. Leonardo DiCaprio is such an asshole, you know, like he's like talking shit about all these people. Um, but I like that he, I think he talked about how he really liked the prosthetics because it made him feel like he could jump into the character Mm -hmm. and that he didn't have to like he just felt like he he was he wasn't Colin anymore. He was this he was the penguin. He was this new guy. And I feel like some people don't really know how to do that. like they still try to do their like whole acty thing and they don't really create a character. And I feel like he really did use this opportunity to make a whole new person. True. like I don't know what trailers you saw, but we saw the trailer to that Elvis movie.
0: Oh, and Tom yeah.
1: Hanks looks fucking goofy. He looks so like, stupid. What, what is
0: he doing for that? Like what? That's that's the one for for him because no one wants yeah. that.
1: <laughs> Truly, nobody wants that. We also saw the trailer to Morbius, which and it was oh. a new cut to the trailer.
0: Yeah, I, I was I forgot because like I see and trailers I'm so all upset that I know that. Yeah, I every single trailer that I saw was a a, a new like a new cut of like I saw the Fantastic Beast trailer.
1: Oh, and I've um, never seen that trailer.
0: I know. And I, I was like, oh, it makes sense, obviously, because like, more people are going to show up to Batman than they are Studio 666. Yeah. But,
1: yeah. Um, but that movie looks dumb. What is it about? Yeah, terrible. They're like, put. you know what, this time, let's put Ezra Miller in a wig, see what happens. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm excited for the, Um, I was, was going to say Gringotts. Gandalf? No, not Gandalf. Okay. <laughs>
0: It's not even talking his name? about it. I want to go back no, to the no, Batman. No, no,
1: no. Mads Mikkelsen. What <laughs> yeah. does he, what, who does he Grindelwald. play? Grindelwald. Oh, Grindelwald. I'm excited for him. Okay.
0: That oh, was yeah. It. <laughs> he should be fine.
1: But I like... I. I well, I, we can tie it back to Batman because I feel like... Remember how Johnny Depp wore a lot of prosthetics for... Not a lot, but he wore some like shit for that one and this one just looks like they just like put Mads like in front of the camera like they did and I'd yeah. like to imagine that they were like well we have a wig we have like a scar and he's like don't put any stupid silly don't put any silly shit on my face
0: he's so into I'm character i just gonna act he's so into character that he threatened them with the wand <laughs> and they're like and, oh shit we're we're sorry Mads we, we missed and, and he...
1: <laughs> we're truly sorry he does kind of look like he's like scary you know yeah like he's just one look like they were like oh we have all these like prosthetics and like wigs laid out and he just gave them one look like i'm not wearing that stupid shit and they're like okay sorry sorry and they just like threw it away do you have any notes did you write some stuff i
0: do i mean i just i love this movie so much because it felt um it felt like what a blockbuster should do just like i just have a bunch of general notes I i feel um
1: well, I have a weird specific one, but I like that Maggie Gyllenhaal's husband is in this movie.
0: Oh yeah, Peter Sarsgaard.
1: Yeah, because she's obviously played Rachel in the other one. Yeah, I liked that tie. Uh,
0: and I hope yeah. that
1: Jake. I think that this this is the opening for Jake Gyllenhaal to play Harvey Dent. <laughs> <just> Ooh. <laughs> he's a, he's a little. Eh, I was gonna say he's a little old for that. No or.
0: Uh, I mean, it depends on like how they want to go about it, like. Yeah, I guess he would be a little too old. Um, but I just, I loved how in the bat suit, uh, he just like towered over everyone. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Just, especially, you know, the first like real fight sequence um, with all those thugs. Um, yeah. Beating on that old man or that dude for like no reason. He just like <laughs> absolutely towers over everyone. Oh, and people uh, think.
1: I saw a theory that, like, if we're talking about this beginning still, that the kid that ran away, people have a theory that he's going to come back and be Robin. I I don't know if that... I would be upset, but I feel like people read into stuff too much. Like, I feel like that was just, like, not every person wants to be a bad guy, you know? Yeah. They did kind of linger on him, though, so I don't know.
0: That's true. I I didn't even consider that. That would be good, I think. Um... But that theme, the just like so present and it it just fits so well. And I loved how
1: Theme music or theme?
0: The theme like theme music. Like oh, his okay. like don, don't you know?
1: That was my next note was about the music was so fucking good.
0: And I just love the I think it's the timpani, but that uh those drums are just so perfect. Like even when he's just uh you know, like, traveling as the Batman. And mm. it's just, like, so subtle. Or when he's, like, walking into the crime scene. It's just so subtle. Yeah. And you you just... I don't know. It feel, it makes everything feel so epic. Everything that he does, very epic. Um, And I really love that. I My just next- like
1: the little... I also... Like, I like the big themes. Or the theme musics. But I... Musics. Jesus Christ. I like the big, like, theme songs. But I also really liked... I can't, there was a specific moment. I think whenever um, that the Peter Skargard has like the bomb on him mm-hmm. and there's like this weird, there's like this small um, like ticking music sound. Yeah. It, just that whole like f- memorial part has like this one, it, the, the songs are just so like, they weren't just any sort of copy and paste like scoring. It felt like it was, you know, uh, the person that, the whoever composed this music really understood the tone of this movie and exactly what was gonna be shown on screen. Cause sometimes it feels like when you watch a big movie like this, like it just feels like they, like I said, like copy and paste it, or they just like, were like, oh, I like this one from Dune. And then I like this one from, you know, like they just like took whatever. Um, but I, I think this one felt so customized to whatever experience Matt Reeves wanted us to have.
0: Yeah. And if you, I'm, I haven't done it yet, but I will. I'm sure if you listen to the, you know, the, the score outside of watching the movie, you can tell like exactly what's happening. Yeah. And I mean, that's, that's for like a lot of great scores, but I think this one, it's just, it's like, it will put me in that mood, It's just like, just broody. Yeah, exactly. So. Emo. Yeah. And at, at the memorial scene, uh, like just the contrast of like him being Bruce Wayne, uh, he just—he just blends in so well. Like he doesn't feel mm. like a, in this in the suit he like towers over everyone. I know I don't know how tall Rob, Robert Pattinson is. I think he's like six one or something. But mm, that's like, like my height. Yeah, <laughs> I think he has boots as the Batman, mm. but uh, that makes him a little bigger. But
1: maybe where his lifts yeah i do have a, i do have a note about um so i i obviously i love this movie but i have to kind of poke fun of it oh yeah because the facetime call fucking hilarious can you imagine just facetiming batman like i will never get over that scene where they're showing the like facetime with uh, paul dano and the little screen just has batman just like and i think they didn't even bother to like record him separately because it look like it looks like they just have a picture of him and they're moving it around a little bit <laughs> when you watch it again just pay attention to the batman part of it because it's so uh, goddamn funny i w-
0: i was paying attention to the ref- reflection in his glasses in paul dano's glasses
1: oh interesting but. i was
0: not
1: paying attention to that obviously it's, it's not like um, important
0: i don't think like i didn't take anything from it oh okay <laughs> but,
1: but but please next time i know you're probably going to see it again Watch the just the little square of him okay, and just the little picture of just watching, just like FaceTiming with Batman and he's just <laughs> there in his mask. It's yeah. so goddamn funny to me. <laughs> um, duh. Oh, and I said just like, I feel like once that started to get in motion, I really liked this kind of story they were trying to tell and I, I was just so intrigued by it, even though I was, again very tired. I was like trying to keep myself awake cuz I really wanted to know what was happening and why the Riddler was doing this and I just wanted to know like um I wasn't annoyed by some mysteries I feel like can be annoying where you're like just I don't I don't care. I don't understand, I don't care and this one was like truly gripping.
0: Yeah, and I don't know if it's just because like I have like I don't know if someone like who's never seen any Batman movie, I don't know if they would necessarily care or would feel as involved and enthralled as I did. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really liked how little we knew about the Riddler because I I was comparing this, like the whole time it's like hard not to compare it to the other Batman movies, specifically uh, the Dark Knight. Yeah, just the Dark Knight and how we, it's kind of like a similar thing where we see... A lot of what the Joker has been up to, like how mm-hmm. he, you know, who he is and how he, you know, runs the mafia and like just how he interacts with the with people and we don't see any His of that
1: magic tricks, yeah.
0: We don't see any of that for the Riddler, and so to mm-hmm. me, it's a little bit more compelling as a as a mystery, as you know, uh, just because we don't know and we're trying to figure out the entire time. So I was just like
1: they kind of do that that, (laughs) and they kind of give it that Dora treatment where they were like, (laughs) stay with me where (laughs) Jeffrey writes, like reading the cards and they're like, huh, what is that? Like when a, (laughs) when a dying man or when a lying man dies and I did, I leaned over to Sebastian. I said, he lies. I didn't say he lies still, but I was correct. Um, And, but I did then, The whole, like, rat with wings. I was, like, trying to figure it out. You know, I was making all these notes, like, oh, (laughs) let me, give me the cypher. Um, Oh, I did, well, that was one of my, I want to try to play around with a new, uh, I'm sure people do this, but a new, like, format for my letterboxed reviews where I just do bulleted lists. And for this one, I said one thing I loved about this movie was Alfred just solving this cypher over his fucking morning tea. Yeah. (laughs) He was like, well, I kind of, I think I have it down. Um, while you were taking a shower, whatever the fuck you were doing. <laughs> but yeah, and I liked, I liked that too. I like that Alfred was a little bit more involved in this one. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah, for sure.
1: But, uh, oh, okay. So my next note is about just some of the stuff that was shot in this movie. The way it was shot was so fucking cool. And I think the coolest thing I saw in this movie was when he was flying. The way oh. that they had it, 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 first of all, it like kind of made me queasy, which is the first time I've gotten a little bit motion sick from a movie. <laughs> um, Because uh, the, how they have it, like how they have a camera whenever he first jumps off. I don't know. It, You know, that feeling you get when you get on a roller coaster and you drop, I felt that in my stomach
0: mm.
1: <laughs> and it was just so visceral. And it was hilarious that he didn't stick the landing. Oh, it reminds me of like, goodness. when you have like a, a, when you have a speech for like in front of people and you're like, I'm killing this. And once you get off stage, you like Stumble. fall or so. Nobody <laughs> sees you, but you're like, fuck, I just had, so that was such a cool exit. And I'm, I'm so glad they didn't see that. I just like broke five of my ribs.
0: <laughs> you just limp away. And even leading up to that, like I, rem- cause it's like, he's in the police station and.
1: <laughs> I forgot about that. He punches, uh,
0: yeah he, What's his he punches, face, gordon uh gordon <laughs> and like the chase scene like i was like f- feeling i felt so like on edge because i was just like I-, I felt so pumped too chasing just between the penguin between the cops chasing him uh Batman. oh yeah, yeah
1: yeah
0: um and when they're just like shooting in the stairwell and he's running and just all the cops yelling and yeah. And chasing I did,
1: him. I've seen that scene before. Like I guess that was the one that they were showing on like talk shows. Mm-hmm. Um, but somebody clipped it out of their like, this is so funny out of context. And all they clipped was him just punching Gordon in the face <laughs> and running. And it still made me laugh a lot, but yeah. it so I didn't feel that same like anxiety. I just couldn't stop laughing. Uh, but um but also the thing about Batman movies that they are so consistent and at least with dark Knight in this one is why do they like for any anything happening it feels like they have to get every fucking cop in the city to Mm. join them like when we were watching the dark Knight rises and they were like oh we need to like investigate something when they trap all of them i was like why the fuck do they need 200 cops to go and like see this why yeah they kind of like the fact that all of them got trapped underground i mean it they kind of deserved it, cause why it's the fuck you. would you have all of them go underground? <laughs> what was the point of that? Yeah. Do they all need to be there when you interrogate Batman? Really, <laughs> like that? Just so weird that they do that.
0: Yeah, that's that's really funny. Um, yeah. I, um, what was what was next after that? Cause honestly, like it's been like what uh, eight hours since I've seen it, and I, I got, I immediately wanted to watch it again.
1: Oh, yeah, and i'm I'm so excited that we're gonna see it again. Um, but the next note I have is for the one, there's a couple things I didn't like about this movie. and one of them is, um, cause well, so I will say, I did really love the whole like Batman and Gordon working together this much. Um, mm-hmm. I wish we would have seen that. I didn't realize I was missing that out of the Dark Knight trilogy, and I really like that we have it here. um, and they have such a rapport, and he like truly trusts him because I kind of thought they were gonna do this whole like, Gordon was actually dirty. I feel like people would have been pissed if they did that, but I thought that was gonna happen. But the fact that they truly did just like trust each other, I liked. Um, but the next thing I didn't like was um, the car chase scene with the penguin. Okay. I couldn't see shit. I didn't like it. Uh,
0: I someone pointed out like just the way that was shot was like it's just so telling of you know the characters because when we're on Batman, it's like. Uh, we're like angled with the car because he's just like looking forward and he's just like he's going for it he, like nothing's gonna stop him and when we're following the penguin it's always looking back like he's always over his shoulder looking mm. for who's gonna stab him next in the back you know so that yeah. was really interesting I really like that to show like power dynamics with the uh, camera is very very interesting a lot of good videos to like Talk about that stuff. Um, I kind of see what you're talking about. Like I could see a lot of. Uh, I feel like the editing. Could have been. It's uh, very. uh Very quick. During that. But uh, I feel like it matches it so well. <clears throat> and I was just. It's like the biggest action sequence. Of the movie. And even before that. When, when he gets in his car. Like I was like. Oh shit. It's about to go down. Oh, like, when they when showed you just, the like, Batmobile? When he just, like, turns it on and, yeah, like, kind of revs his that. engine a little bit. I was like, bro, it's going down.
1: I liked that. I I think um, there's probably a lot of reasons I didn't like the car chase scene. I think yeah. mostly because why, why was it raining? That just mm-hmm. felt annoying. I didn't like that I couldn't see. And it reminded me of how it is to drive in the rain at night. <laughs> and I fucking hate it. Yeah, And I just feel stupid because I was like, "Which which headlights are his? Am I supposed to know? Like, I just didn't know. <laughs> It's probably played into me being tired where I was like, I just don't like car chase scenes. I feel like they're not that uh, interesting. Um,
0: I can see that. Yeah.
1: I it, Just not for me. Um, I did love though. Well, I felt really dumb during the part where they were like "Rat a lot or whatever. They were trying to figure out what they were trying to ask the penguin, like what he was saying. And, um, and then they went on the website. I was like, what is happening? I just feel so stupid. That's when I asked Sebastian, like, do, do you understand what's happening? Like, why did they go to that website? How did they figure out they needed to do that? I just didn't get it. I don't know if you understood.
0: I don't remember exactly how, but it was like a play on words where what they were saying, when you shorten it, it's URL.
1: Oh. Oh like my God.
0: URL, like like a link.
1: Yeah. No, they said that and I was like, I don't get it. <laughs> just, oh. It was like, what? Yeah. But I think it was just my, it was me um but i liked after they left and they left him tied up that he was like waddling like a penguin <laughs> truly oh, loved yeah, that yeah yeah Perfect. um and i really did think they were gonna kill alfred so i was super stressed out i was like fuck
0: cause it could happen. i didn't
1: i don't yeah because i don't know anything about batman so i i thought he was gonna die um and i think this scene the scene with alfred and the in the in the hospital is probably one of the funniest scenes of the movie which it's just such a weird thing to say but because of two things one is he wakes up he's so happy to see bruce that he's even smiling even though he just had a bomb blow up in his goddamn face and bruce is like you lied to me like as soon as he wakes up <laughs> give him a second dude he took a bomb for you motherfucker like
0: chill out <laughs> it's so funny because he just got off of a conversation with carmine falcone and he's like okay yeah, yeah oh total i'm gonna yeah, tot- yeah. totally believe you tells the exact same story to alfred he's like alfred alfred's like shut the hell up you're so wrong he
1: like, he's like all right what happened like, he like yeah yeah and, and then he holds his hand or i don't know if you said this or if sebastian did about like when alfred like reached out his hand mm-hmm. and he and he held it and they like they they kind of panned away or like had a, a like a a bigger like a wider shot and the way that they were holding hands was so fucking awkward and it is kind of how you would if you were had to hold your if you had to like embrace your emo son and how awkward he would be it was kind of like that and i really loved it <laughs> yeah um but i liked i mean i, I feel like the the relationships i don't, i can't really speak to ben affleck's batman but at least with like the dark knight trilogy and then this one I really like that the the relationship feels so real of like you know somebody that is a father figure but not your father um I liked that and I also had a prediction cuz after this is when we I think is when um when Bruce or when like Batman and uh Gordon they go to that orphanage is it's after that I think right yeah and then that's when the Riddler like shows him uh, stuff about his dad. um, And I truly thought my prediction after they had this whole story about like what Bruce's dad did to like save his or to, to cover shit up and how he killed that reporter. I thought that the reporter was the killer's dad or was the Riddler's dad. I thought that's what the reveal was going to be. Oh, and that was my prediction. But spoiler alert. That's, I mean, as far as I know, it's not true. Um, and I also like, oh, another detail is I like that Alfred taught him how to fight.
0: Yeah, 100%. That's a, I thought
1: that was such a cool little, like, uh, I don't know if that's something that's, like, known. And I just didn't know that.
0: I think it's um, some, uh, some storylines. I don't know if it's all of them, but I know he's, like, pretty skilled.
1: I think that's really cool. And I really liked that part of it um yeah oh i had a stupid joke i don't even know what's funny but i said you know how like i have a lot of dreams where i forget like i go somewhere but i'm like forget to put on shoes or I forget to like take my glasses i wonder if bruce has dreams where he like he'll show up to a place and he'll beat people up but he forgot to put on the suit
0: (laughs) 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 that'd be funny he just completely knocks out the accountants that just come to his house
1: yeah, and he just like, oh fuck. Um,
0: <laughs> Excuse me, I didn't mean to <laughs> close in your temple. Just knock <laughs> knocking. Yeah.
1: Um, oh, we didn't even. We're not even talking about Selena Kyle at all. I don't I, I really liked Zoe Kravitz. I thought she was amazing.
0: She's fantastic. Like the, she's just so coy in it. Yeah. yeah it's just yeah, it just felt fresh, fresh take.
1: And I like. Um, the twist of like Falcone being her dad, I like that yeah. a
0: lot i I came as a surprise too,
1: truly, yeah, I also liked the scene where she like decides that she wants to kill him mm-hmm. um and you know she decides not to, but then he dies anyways, and the whole thing was like bring him out into the light, and it was literal that not just like bring him you know um not it's like
0: revealed his identity
1: yeah literally bring him out into the light so i can shoot him <laughs> i liked yeah. that reveal um i like the arrest i don't know how you feel about them revealing riddler riddler and it's you no, i'm just kidding
0: <laughs> man i was like i'm so glad that my frames are not clear anymore
1: <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't remember if you still have those
0: i don't i was broke.
1: like yikes if i mean if only you're also lucky that you have curly hair and not uh, serial killer hair like he has yeah those are gonna be you know how, like the serial killer glasses are like the f- wireframe ones the clearer ones are gonna be the new
0: i'm gonna new, go back uh, one i'm not saying i'm gonna be become like, a serial killer but <laughs> i'm gonna go back to the clear
1: you're like you know what i saw riddler and i was like i like his vibes
0: um, <laughs> yeah I, I liked uh everything <laughs>
1: i liked i I wanted to be in the prop department so i could write those little journals
0: 100 percent yeah okay i liked how much like similarities that they had um between the riddler and batman even though you know riddler saw it but batman didn't and he was just like you know that in, like interview or
1: mm-hmm. conversation
0: that they had where he was in jail was really uh really important because you know like they both kept journals and Honestly,
1: oh, I didn't even think about that.
0: <laughs> yeah, they both yeah. kept journals and like detailed like their about the thoughts orphans. about the city, um, orphans, yeah. uh, you know, masks to like, oh,
1: that is interesting because I, at first, I was like, I don't know, I i think my uh tired brain was like, I want them to have some sort of connection other than you know them being similar, but I, yeah, I didn't even think about that because yeah. I thought I was like, oh, this is kind of lame that he's just some random guy, but I guess that's the whole point, right? It's like, yeah. I mean, the only thing that makes Bruce different is that he is rich. (laughs) Um, Exactly. I also love the reveal of the Riddler not knowing he's Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner. Is that his name? Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne. Bruce Banner's Hulk, right? Um, That he's Bruce. Because that was the whole thing, right? That he thought he was... Because I think... Sebastian were talking about it, and I think Sebastian didn't catch that, but I was like, wait, am I making this up? But, like, that was, no. didn't that happen?
0: No, yeah, yeah, it did, because, and that's why he went over. So he was at the Riddlers, and he kept on seeing, like, who who is the who is the Batman, you know, the news clipping. He said, I know, I know your identity. I know who you are.
1: Yeah, and that's why he told Gordon, like, I'm out.
0: <laughs> yeah, he said, I'm next, yeah. So uh, a couple of things... In the, in the journal uh, entry that they read, where I think it's like the beginning, it's like what spawns him because mm-hmm. he like looks over to a book and sees the word renewal. Honestly, like you might have to change a little bit of like the wording, but I feel like it could have come from Batman. Like, like just the sentiments mm-hmm. behind it because I mean, the dude's a serial killer, so fuck him. But the Riddler had like wanted the best for the city he wanted to show how corrupt the politicians were kind of like this they, like they want the same thing Batman and the Riddler it's just you know the like the circumstances that they grew up on you know and I think that's what the Riddler was getting at even though he didn't know you know Batman is yeah. Bruce Wayne is you know this this man had a, a billion dollars even though he didn't have parents so it was a little bit I mean, according to the Riddler, it was easier for him to deal with that.
1: And I also like the idea that, like, he's so adamant, even in other iterations of Batman, that, you know, not to kill people, but in this one, how he's, like, constantly telling Selena, like, do not kill anybody, please. (laughs) And uh, I think that's also, like, circumstance, but also that, like... Maybe their ideas are similar of the Riddler and Batman, but Batman's like, he would never cross that line. Yeah. And Riddler has so many times. Mm-hmm. So I feel like... Yeah, I feel like that is... Now thinking about it a little bit more, I I like that.
0: Yeah. It's an a, idea. A lot of a lot of good stuff here. A lot of stuff to unpack as far as yeah. their, their similarities. And then... I also...
1: I'm oh, sorry. Go
0: on. No, no, you go. I have... A good segue into the like final act.
1: I was gonna okay, so that was my question because this is when my mind starts to get delirious because I do not understand the point of flooding Gotham. I don't get it, and I don't get why he would shoot up, why send people to shoot up uh, the arena. Like if he if his whole thing is that he wants to save Gotham, why kill a bunch of people?
0: I, I think his thing is he wants, like, to start fresh. Like, it's so mm-hmm. corrupt that you have to... Oh, like to...
1: Thanos kind of thing?
0: Yeah, or, like, like I mean, it could there, there could be, like, a biblical connection, you know, like, the whole flooding. Oh. Could be that, where he, he sees himself as a god, so he's like, ah, we're gonna start fresh. And I can't start fresh with any of you fuckers, so we're just gonna wipe. Mm. We're gonna wipe the slate clean. I could see that being a potential reading... Or, I don't know, he just wanted to fuck some shit up.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: But I, I just w- thought
1: that whole last scene was weird.
0: Yeah. There were so many times where I was like, okay, we're entering the final act where we're yeah. Ben is going to enter a place. You know, I thought the orphanage, like Riddler was just going to be, you know, in a corner, just clapping, just like, yeah, you know, like, yeah. Like the Joker style. But I was just like continually surprised. I was like, yeah, I got more. Got more coming. Um, At the end, I was like, all right, this is, we can call it quits. But I finally felt it where I was like, okay, this flood thing is going to be the end of it. And I really, really loved, uh, some of it was really goofy. um, But before the goofy part uh, where Batman's just like totally beating the shit out of all these like Riddler henchmen. in Very cool manners. Like he just harpoons two guys' thighs Mm -hmm. and yoinks them that was really like i'm not gonna scene. kill
1: you but i'm gonna disfigure you <laughs> yeah. and make your life harder
0: <laughs> yeah uh just sh- shows how smart he is like uh combat wise which is really cool to see like i really wanted to beat the shit out of someone walking out of that theater like i'm not going to i don't have the capability to <laughs> but i was like let's do it bro i
1: you always tell, i always ask sebastian like do you think if i really tried could i like beat the shit out of and just like it's a random person I have those conversations all the time. <laughs> yeah. If I'm so angry funny. enough, I feel like I could beat somebody up. But, yeah. You know, how could I, you know, what would I do? <laughs>
0: that's the thing. This, this That part of the movie just made me, like, feel amped.
1: Or I feel like I can at least, like, ruin somebody's life and, like, <laughs> just, like, with my, just, I don't know, making them feel like shit, maybe. Maybe I don't, I can't fight, but I can, you know. Um, blame, make you think that it was your fault that your parents died. <laughs> 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 Which arguably could be worse. I don't know. I could send him back.
0: I could send him back.
1: No, I'm just kidding. Um, all right. And then one of the things on my list that I said I liked was, quote, unnamed Arkham prisoner. Um, oh, I have some more
0: stuff before that.
1: Oh, okay. That was my uh, last thing.
0: Okay. Okay. I have some couple of stuff. So yep. in the in the in the fight, Batman uh, takes quite a beating. He gets a shotgun shell straight to the chest, uh, almost to the face. Then Catwoman comes in, saves him, and he like, she's like, "It's over," and he like, passes out. And then he takes a, an adrenaline shot, and that was which like... looked
1: like lemon lime Gatorade, by the way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> which honestly blasted. that's all
1: i need yeah <laughs> that's all i need I just get some re- mountain dew up in that in it's those veins
0: the same reaction <laughs> <laughs> <Just like Donald's>, <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: i'm
0: fucking amped bro just a uh, mexican coke <laughs> yeah um <laughs> <Sorry>. twisted tea <laughs> just like
1: <laughs> just give me a margarita
0: yeah (gasps) um that was kind of goofy um (laughs) yeah a little bit uh you know like he beat the shit out of that dude who i don't know if you recognized because uh okayla fell asleep a couple times (laughs) in this movie (laughs) but he was the dude from the memorial the dude that he just like almost put him on the brink of death i'm pretty sure i mean his face was kind of messed up but i'm 60 percent sure It was the same dude that like talked to him. Well, I I figured Bruce Wayne.
1: Yeah, and I figured all of those people that were protesting that had those signs were the people that were probably yeah, which is like
0: they're dumb for that. Like they wore the same outfit basically. (laughs) Um, I guess they knew that they were probably getting out of there in body bags. Uh, But the, the entire time, my favorite shot from the trailer was where he was has the flare and he's going into Mm, the water and in my mind i thought it was going to be like an underwater scene potentially uh where he like i don't know goes and sees killer croc or something and like cops were behind him and so he's Mm. like kind of leading them but i really liked how it's like him it's like a little too on the nose um or even before that people
1: of gotham
0: yeah even before that when he when there's like uh the electricity and he like goes and grapples over it to cut it off and he uses the symbol like his symbol to cut it oh yeah i was like i told kale at the beginning cuz the tin that we have has like the bat symbol you could tell it's like a utility i said if he doesn't use this in the movie at all i'm going to be so disappointed
1: and the way he puts it back too fucking very cool. cool
0: but that was very goofy
1: oh yeah but i mean that's down. the thing about superhero movies is you're gonna have to have a couple of goofy moments
0: oh 100 percent. it's just so funny it was just like <sighs> the way he cuts it and know. the way he
1: falls to it is not even cool <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> um
1: but i mean he's a person so i guess it's nice that they're not making it you know seem like yeah. he's invincible
0: yeah um but yeah, where he's leading uh, back to the flare. I really like that. Because the whole movie, I was like, when is that going to happen? When is it going to happen? Because I really like that shot. It's very interesting.
1: Sebastian and I were waiting for the penguin to shout, I got you! <laughs> That's the moment for us.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so And then uh, he
1: looks behind him again, and he's like, <laughs> I fucking love that scene.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, and then you know the ending the the part where I was like all right let's let's cut it is like when he's with Selena Kyle and they have like their whole conversation I was like eh, I'm I'm yeah. kind of tired at this point
1: and then the the motorcycle ride why I don't care why yeah. do we need to see her? we get it that she's leaving he's staying there's a fork in the road they go separate directions we get it yeah whatever I'm well, okay. So I was gonna say that I I thought that I guess I wrongly predicted that they were gonna introduce more characters. Like I thought maybe at the end there was gonna be like Rachel was gonna show up or something or um Harvey Dent something like that. But well are we are you ready to get to the yeah. unnamed Okay, so this I didn't i kind of forgot that i had this pipe dream of you know that they were gonna i didn't think they were gonna show joker or that they were gonna even allude to joker at all if that's who this is um so i was very surprised when they sh- kind of showed a little bit of like you know the riddler's obviously like piss that is uh plan didn't work out and then there's a guy next to him i forgot exactly what he said but he was just like
0: um he's like they made you into a clown or something yeah. uh, a lot
1: of clown imagery um, gives
0: him a, a riddle and i yeah. don't remember exactly what the riddle was but it's i do like, remember either. the less you have the more valuable they are and it's friends mm, yeah and then he laughs and cackles. that's
1: because i was like okay so sebastian and i had this journey of figuring out who this was because they show a little bit of his face. Not really, it's, like, not well lit. You can't really tell what he looks like. But you can tell that there's some, like, prosthetics going on. And so, Sebastian, I thought it, that was Two-Face. Because it makes sense, you know, if, if Harvey Dent did show up before the two, you know, during the two years. And then, what, that might have happened. Because it kind of looks like a, it looked like a burning scar. Like, look, okay. it looked... Ask or the, thought it, first. And, and also the crazy hair, too. Because if you think, because... We saw a lot of like the theater we went to, they showed a bunch of scenes from the older movies and it kind of looked like Tommy Lee Jones, like his two face where the hair is kind of like crazy too. And so we were like, is that, is that two face? But then the laugh happened and we were like, oh,
0: yeah, okay. I thought that I thought the clown reference and the, the laugh like f- for sure solidified it. And then oh, some, dude, yeah. some dude behind was like two face. And no, I was like, I
1: don't, I mean, I, like when I this think. Happening. He had a crazy laugh, but that's not what he's known for. Like, it doesn't the Joker like have a distinct like crazy. I mean, did he not see Joaquin Phoenix's Joker? That was the whole fucking point. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, and the whole time too, I was also trying because I recognized the voice, but I couldn't fucking place it, and it pissed me off. And Sebastian was like, "Do you want me to just look it up?" And I was like, "No," because I, I, th- I knew that there was theories of who it was, but I couldn't remember who. And then he looked it up, and it was our boy Barry.
0: Yeah, and... He's,
1: well, he's he's labeled as, like, unnamed. And in the credits, too, it says, like, unnamed Arkham prisoner.
0: Mm-hmm. I had seen him at the red carpet, and I was like, okay. Like, I didn't think anything of it. I was just like, okay. I thought yeah, he was fam- just friends
1: with Robert Pattinson or something.
0: Yeah, I was just like, famous people get invited to red carpets all the time. It's just like, whatever. If they want to invite me. I mean, by all means.
1: Yeah, just you? All right. Yeah, I mean... The fuck? Why can't I go?
0: I'm just flying. If you want to invite uh us, I, I, I think
1: I'm too tall. Maybe Robert and doesn't want tall people around him. That's fine.
0: Yeah. Towering <laughs> over Robert Pattinson.
1: Yeah, I could I could probably beat his ass. So <laughs> Sebastian said so, so I feel like it's true. Mm. Um mm. yeah. Okay. What do you think about what do you think about that? I'm more I'm I mean I know how I feel, obviously, but I'm curious about how you feel. About this casting,
0: I see it. 100%. I think it's perfect. I, I, I don't know it's... who
1: else I would want to play him.
0: Besides Willem Dafoe, I think <laughs>
1: uh... <laughs> that's the dream. That's never gonna happen.
0: <laughs> yeah. no,
1: he couldn't. He couldn't do it. Not because he's not good, but because he's so much of the Green Goblin that you, you just can't.
0: Yeah, and they're they yeah they're too similar. Like yeah, you're you're right. Um, no, I really like it because. If they I don't know, they could do they could do a lot with it. I think in my mind, best case scenario is they they go like the killing joke origin story, where he's like a comedian. I mean they kind of do this in uh the, the Joker. movie that
1: we must not name. Yeah.
0: But more so in like the killing joke comic where he's like a comedian and he has a wife, um and mm. And then he falls into the vat because he, I don't know, some shit happens. I don't want to, like, talk about it too much. But I could see that being, you know, he falls into a vat of, uh, like, some, some chemical I mean, chemical it looks vat. like it. Yeah, I'm saying that that's what they could, that's what that could have been, you know. But I- I'm very excited because I think there needs to be something, like, I don't think I'm the right person to say, you know, this is who should be cast. So I'm just excited to see because I have nothing but faith in this. Um, direction that they're going in, and I, so whatever they they throw at me, I'll, I'll be happy with. Honestly, well,
1: I'm the right person, okay, and I say this is right, this is correct, <laughs> this is the only person that can play him. No, I'm just kidding. I do. I really love. I would have. I think. I we have, feel like we've had this conversation before of like who would you even cast if you wanted to do that because it's really hard to even touch the Joker, uh, at all. After Heath, but I feel like if you're going to do a cartoony, if you're going to do it, you do it completely different. Not like Jared Leto, fuck that guy, but like do it, you know, more like what the, um, I guess what, you know, whatever uh, comics that Matt Reeves was directly inspired by, but especially seeing how they handled the Penguin, I feel like, uh, because I mean, the Riddler was over the top, but not, he was a little bit more like creepy than, you know camp or like uh out there but i feel like the way that they handled this one i've, I've trust that the joker will be good i also fucking love barry Ke- i don't know how to say his last name keegan i Kegan?
0: fucking love him Keo. Keegan.
1: i'm sure there's a way you're supposed to say the name that we're not doing but um but are, have you seen killing of a sacred deer no Um, I feel like that's a good movie to watch if you want to see like probably how I mean it's a little bit it's understated it also has Colin Farrell in it Um, it's understated and he's not as creepy or he's not as like out there not you know he doesn't laugh like that obviously but he's he's very much a bad guy in this movie and so I feel like it's a good prep of like what he's able to do Um, yeah I'm very excited
0: yeah, we need something new, so I'm, I'm excited.
1: Yeah. Um, anything else to say?
0: Um, no, I fucking love this movie. I'm so excited oh. to watch it again.
1: I'm very excited, too. And last thing I wanted to say, because I thought it was, a, it was something added to my review. So if you've read it already, then you probably know what I'm going to say. But I feel like this is the first time I've seen Gotham as its own world, a part of its own world it felt so real to me in a way that I've never seen before because I mean Ben Affleck's is so goofy I don't even want to mention it but like if when I think of the Dark Knight trilogy it just feels like how I, how I said it in my review is it feels like Gotham or it feels like Chicago with a Gotham sticker just slapped onto it okay, it doesn't yeah. really feel like its own unique setting but this one felt so real like it felt so tangible to me where I was like, "Oh, this holds a totally different place in my mind um than like Chicago, even though it was we saw when we were watching we were looking at the credits and there it was most of it or part of it was shot in Chicago, and Sebastian said he could recognize some of the places they were at. But um, yeah, it just I, I that's the first time I've ever seen, and I fucking hate when people say this, but like Gotham has its own character. Like that's the first time I felt this way um because it just felt so unique yeah Bam. i don't know how you feel about that but and i think the video game thing that's probably why because i rem- i've never played that game but i know i've seen you play it before and yeah. it does feel so similar to that
0: yeah i will say i kind of get that um like uh, when i think of the dark knight rises like that's a very uh well lit movie and gotham is yeah. like, very well lit um so i guess you could i could see what you're saying with that kind of batman begins like the whole third act Mm -hmm. i kind of get the same vibe as i do here as far as like how i feel about gotham just because like you know it is very uh uh, because that's like the whole that's like scarecrows uh releasing his toxin across the city so i don't know if i agree with you on that one because i but i see what you're saying and it definitely yeah. does feel distinct.
1: I think maybe that's what I'm trying to say. Like if, if the Dark Knight Rises wanted it to feel grounded in reality in like, this is a city you could live in, then it did it well. But if this one is trying to create a different world based on the comics, I feel like it did that well. Yeah. So that's all I'm trying to say. Um, I forgot that was something else, but I completely forgot. Oh, well, I do want to, I kind of, this is going very off topic. But I don't know if you saw my uh, what I posted in the Discord about Justice League. It's kind of of the same. I, I also forgot oh. to look at the fun facts because there's so many. So I'm just I don't have any.
0: Yeah, we don't have to talk about those. Uh, I yeah I saw I saw your, your the video. I didn't watch the video you sent, but it's uh yeah you you talk about. So it.
1: Okay, this can be like in like the after credits thing that we do. Uh, Or just, we could just label this section what we forgot to mention (laughs) in the beginning. But, so I watched this video. I don't know anything about the Snyder Cut. I knew virtually nothing other than the fact, only that it is in, you know, the ratio is weird because it's just a square, right?
0: uh, What is it called? To preserve the... Oh, you preserve. That's what I was trying to think. It preserves Zack Snyder's creative uh, view.
1: Right, for a movie about a man that flies around and a guy that wears a bat suit. Got it. Um, <laughs> and, okay, so the I didn't know anything about the movie stylistically other than that. And so I watched this because I just wanted something to watch when I was working. And it this it's the first time I've actually felt like I kind of wanted to watch the Snyder Cut. Even though four hours, dude, no, there's nothing that can... Get me to want to watch four hours. I even think that the Batman was too long, but even the pace was good though. It flew by, but I feel like the pace for Justice League is probably not that great. Anyways, I what Joss Whedon did to this movie, I don't know if I can ever forgive. Just watching the small clips of because he the guy, I highly encourage you to watch this because watch the video because I don't know if you've seen. I know you've seen both of the movies, but I don't know if you've seen them side by side. It's so fucking strange to see them because they're totally different fucking movies
0: the tone yeah it's uh
1: the lighting just if you just watch it just to see how the lighting is so goddamn different and there's this one specific scene in a cornfield i don't know if you know what i'm talking about i think it's at the end with lois and uh Clark. yeah yeah yeah,
0: yeah where they, and like, how embrace- it
1: looks and how it looks in the justice league for, or in the norm or i guess like original vers version versus the snyder cut night and day because Joss Whedon's version looks so fucking stupid. The grass is, like, the greenest, like, artificial green you can think of. And the other one looks like it's in a real fucking cornfield.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I was talking about with, you know, like, this is what a blockbuster should be. It's like, yeah. you know, with Justice League, it's just so... And Joss Whedon's Justice League. It's just so plain. So Justice League? Justice <laughs> It's Justice League. <laughs> just Week. to put it out. Josh Whedon is just this week. Uh, like, why not get playful with it? Like, if you have $100 yeah. million, $150 million, why not get experimental, get a little, like, artsy with it? And, like, toy around with the genre and with, uh, you know, like, lighting and, and shit like that. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like that's when you can not play it as safe as you should. Like, I feel like you have a little bit more room. I don't know. I also... I'm not in the industry. I don't know anything.
1: No, but, but just... I know I think you're 100% correct because if you look at what it looks like is seeing Snyder's version and then seeing Whedon's, it just makes it... like I feel like they saw what Snyder was doing and they were like, no, we want this to be like Marvel. We need you to make it like Marvel. And that's exactly what Whedon did. You know, like he just turned it into what they thought they wanted it to be. When I've always, I've always been of the opinion... That DC needs to own what they are, which is the darker, grittier version of what Marvel could be, because Marvel is already stuck in that wheel of like having to make shit for kids, not actually killing people because it's for kids. You know, they're in that that trap, and they can't really get out of it. There's nothing they they've already tried. New Mutants was a, was terrible, was a disaster. I mean, I know that's technically Sony, but it's you know it's because of that that they can't do anything else. DC has such a huge opportunity to do so and people like it. The Batman shows that people fucking love it but they refuse to do that because they don't, they're scared to. So I think what you're saying is 100% valid because they have so many, they have so such cool things they could do with this genre and with superheroes and they could make it so much cooler and so much grittier and just they refuse to for some reason. Yeah. And you could still do the goofy shit. They have Peacemaker, they have Suicide Squad. You could still do that but that, those still have, it's still like, if you think about the new Suicide Squad, the better one, it is still really disturbing what they're doing. Yeah. You know, when they go into that facility, it's fucking scary and it's disturbing. Even the but first they still... act
0: where they, like all of yeah. the group dies.
1: <laughs> exactly. But it works because they are going, like they, they want to be Marvel so bad when instead they should try to be what Marvel can't be. Yeah. But they won't do it. And it's so weird. So I 100% agree with you, and I feel like this this video so perfectly points out like why, why like what is going wrong with the studio that they won't let movies like Snyder happen? Like I don't know, and even just the way that the villain looked, I thought was insane because I remember watching Justice League, and I was like, and the guy said exactly what I thought, where he was like, it looks like a video game villain, like Mm -hmm. truly out of a video game, and I was like, yeah. That's exactly what I thought and then how Snyder's looks is so fucking cool.
0: But the like, let's Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I can't believe they butchered it so badly. But anyways, at the video, the end of the video, he says it perfectly or he like shows what, what this one critic said about it where he said that Josh Whedon's version is a butchered mess and then Snyder's version is an unbutchered mess. Like it's still not great. Yeah. But at least it's like not it's not as like crazy and not cohesive as whedon's
0: still like trying new shit i feel like yeah ah man yeah which makes me love uh the batman so much more so yeah
1: and i hope that dc takes i hope they actually take the like hint that people want this and they don't want marvel anymore because with we if we want marvel we'll go to marvel we don't need you to be that
0: (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. but yeah that's it oof
0: Good talk. I love this movie. I'm going to watch it again probably tomorrow. So
1: yeah, I'm going to see it this week. All right. Hell yeah. See you next time.
0: Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.